Los Angeles, and I'd headed for it when I jumped off the freight. But I'd found that the worst district, the real Skid Row, was now on Fifth Street in the few blocks east of Maine. The worse the district, the cheaper the living, and that's what I'd been looking for. Sure, by Fifth Street standards, I was being a panty waste to hold down a steady job like that, but sleeping in doorways was a little too rugged, and I'd found out quickly that panhandling wasn't for me. I lacked the knack. I dipped water from the cracked basin and rubbed it on my face, and the feel of the stubble told me I could get by one more day without shaving. Or anyway, I could wait till evening so the shave would be fresh, in case I'd be sleeping with Billy. Cold water helped a little, but I still felt like hell. There were empty wine bottles in the corner, and I checked to make sure they were completely empty. And they were. So were my pockets, except, thank God, for tobacco and cigarette papers. I rolled myself a cigarette and lighted it. But I needed a drink to start the day. What does a wino do when he wakes up broke? And how often does he wake otherwise and needs a drink? Well, I'd found several answers to that. The easiest one right now would be to hit Billy for a drink if she was awake yet and alone. I crossed the street to the building where Billy had a room. A somewhat newer building, a hell of a lot nicer room, but then she paid a hell of a lot more for it. I rapped on her door softly, a little code knock we had. If she wasn't awake, she wouldn't hear it, and if she wasn't alone, she wouldn't answer it. But she called out, It's not locked. Come on in. And she said, Hi, Professor, as I closed the door behind me. Professor, she called me, occasionally and banteringly. It was my way of talking, I guess. I tried at first to use poor diction, bad grammar, to fit in with the place, but I'd given it up as too tough a job. Besides, I'd learned Fifth Street already had quite a bit of good grammar. Some of its denizens had been newspapermen once. Some had written poetry. One I knew was a defrocked clergyman. I said, Hi, Billy the Kid. Just woke up, Howie. What time is it? A little after ten, I told her. Is there a drink around? Geez, only ten? Oh, well, I had seven hours. Guy came here when Mike closed at two, but he didn't stay long. She sat up in bed and stretched, the covers falling away from her naked body. Beautiful breasts she had, size and shape of half grapefruits and firm. Nice arms and shoulders and a lovely face. Hair black and sleek and a page boy bob that fell into place as she shook her head. Twenty-five, she told me once, and I believed her, but she could have passed for several years less than that, even now without makeup and her eyes still a little puffy from sleep. Certainly it didn't show that she'd spent three years as a B-girl, part-time hustler, heavy drinker. Before that, she'd been married to a man who'd worked for a manufacturing jeweler. He'd suddenly left for parts unknown with a considerable portion of his employer's stock, leaving Billy in a jam and with a mess of debts. Willa Mina Kidder. Billy the Kid. My Billy. Any man's Billy if he flashed a roll. But oddly, I'd found that I could love her a little and not let that bother me. Maybe because it had been that way when I'd first met her over a month ago. I'd come to love her knowing what she was, so why should it bother me? What she saw in me, I don't know, and didn't care. About that drink, I said. She laughed and threw down the covers, got out of bed and walked past me naked to the closet to get a robe. I wanted to reach for her, but I didn't. I'd learned by now that Billy the Kid was never amorous early in the morning and resented any passes made before noon. 
She shrugged into a quilted robe and padded barefoot over to the little refrigerator behind the screen that hid a tiny kitchenette. She opened the door and said, God damn it. God damn what? I wanted to know. Out of liquor? She held up over the screen a Hiram Walker bottle with only half an inch of ready-mixed Manhattan in it. Almost the only thing Billy ever drank, Manhattans. As near out as matters. Honey, would you run upstairs and see if Mame's got some? She usually has. Mame is a big blonde who works behind the bar at Mike Karras's joint. The best chance, where Billy works as B-girl. A tough number, Mame. I said, if she's asleep, she'll murder me for waking her. What's wrong with the store? She's up by now. She was off early last night, and if you get it at the store, it won't be on ice. Wait, I'll phone her, though, so if she is asleep, it'll be me that wakes her and not you. She made the call and then nodded. Okay, hun. She's got a full bottle she'll lend me.